Steve Jobs said, you can't connect the dots looking forward. You can only connect them looking backward. So you have to trust that the dots will somehow connect in your future. You have to trust in something, your gut, destiny, life, karma, whatever. But what if you could connect the dots in the midst of dealing with a stressful situation, illness, and loss? Stay with me for today's episode where I'll share with you how deliberately working on my mindset every day enabled me to face stress, illness, and grieving simultaneously with grace and avoiding having that imminent mental meltdown. The following was recorded in front of a live studio audience at the Studio 21 Podcast Cafe. This is the United Podcast Network. Welcome to Rat Race Reboot. I'm your host, Laura Noel. And as a certified coach and former 27-year military leader, each week I provide bite-sized mindset pivots that will help you reset your mind, reawaken your spirit, and regain your control. Welcome back, everyone. I am excited to be with you today. And if you've been following us this past month, this month has been about letting go of the old and getting clear on what you want to create in the new year. But we have to let go of the old in order to create something new. And this is about when you start doing this work, and I've been doing this for a number of years, I have non-negotiable practices in place where I'm meditating every day, I'm checking in with myself, I practice mindfulness, and it's literally been life-changing for me. Many of you who've been following me might know that I'm currently in a doctoral program for organizational and leadership psychology. And I mean, the type A overachiever that I am, I'm not taking two classes like most normal humans are. I'm taking three and I'm running a business and running a podcast and doing all of the things. Uh, but I love it. It's what I love to do. And this is what I would do in my off-duty hobby time because I love studying the mind and the neuroscience. So the semester is coming to a close. And as the semester is wrapping up, uh, I had met a couple with a girlfriend of mine at a meditation retreat, and they at the last minute invited us to the Ritz in Aruba for five days. And the deal was a steal. The, the, the nightly rate had risen to like $2,000 a night at the club level at the Ritz in Aruba. And my friend and I were splitting like $500 a night. It was, it was like a, a steal. I was so much looking forward to this trip. And so to get prepared for it, that week of the trip, it was the, a couple days after Thanksgiving, um, I had three final papers that were due. So I front-loaded two of them, and I thought, well, the week of Thanksgiving, I'm going to do this last paper, and then it's going to be done, and I'm going to enjoy Aruba, and it's going to be amazing. Um, so what happened was, I, my husband came home, he had the, the flu, and I was like grilling him with the, you know, the flu, COVID, and cold symptoms checklist. And I'm like, you don't have COVID, you have the flu, it's, it's, you're going to be fine. He got tested, and he did have it, and we're vaccinated. And so I'm letting my friend know I, I, I might have COVID, I don't have any symptoms yet. This was the Sunday before Thanksgiving. And Monday morning, I get 
schwacked. I got it bad, and I was down for the count. I got tested on Sunday. I came out negative, but I started feeling worse and worse and worse. And at that time, that reservation couldn't be canceled any longer. So there was like a $1,500 deposit that I would have been responsible for, for backing out. Uh, It wasn't looking good. I got tested later in the week and I tested positive. And I was disappointed. I didn't get my third paper done. I had front loaded these other papers. I still had a ton of work and I just had this brain fog. Um, Unfortunately, in the midst of this, my father-in-law had um, fallen and he had broken his hip. And it was a, a week prior to all of this happening. He um, had surgery, and then after the surgery, he had a, a lot of different complications that had happened. And a, a few months prior to this, he had been diagnosed with cancer and decided not to get treatment. But he was feeling good, and he was living his life and being with his family. So this this fall really just came out of nowhere, and it just started this snowball effect of just one thing after another. So what happened was as my husband started to start feeling well, my father-in-law started to decline and went into hospice. And as a result, my husband was able to go to the hospital and have a conversation with him, a a two-sided conversation with his father, a loving conversation. And it was without me because I still was within that 10-day window. And then my 10 days of COVID were up. And then I, on the day that I was supposed to leave for Aruba, I got to see my father-in-law and visit him in the hospital. And, um, you know, he was awake. He was there. And I knew he could feel our presence there. And um, that sometimes things happen in a way, and we can't see the blessing and the why behind them. I, I believe wholeheartedly that God, the universe, is for us, never operating against us. And, you know, Steve Jobs, like he said, you can't connect the dots moving forward. But in real time, as all of these things were unfolding, the beautiful thing is, is I was able to connect the dots in the moment, moment by moment, and it enabled me to not have the meltdown to be present, to find gratitude in what I was experiencing. Um, I was grateful for getting COVID. If I didn't get COVID, I would have been on a plane to Aruba and I would have been fighting to try and come back. Um, the hotel reservation ended up unfolding and they, they didn't require us to give them a deposit. I got COVID um, after my husband, but that enabled my husband to speak with his father, father to son, by himself, and he needed to have that time in that moment. I was able to be there with my family and see my father-in-law. I was able to be there with my family and my mother-in-law to plan the services. Um, and then, get this, my husband booked concert tickets uh, for us for December 7th. It was to, to see Neil, it was a a conversation with Neil deGrasse Tyson. And um, he purchased four tickets for myself and another couple. And my husband is frugal. He doesn't make mistakes when it comes to buying tickets. He accidentally purchased 
insurance for the tickets. And he was not happy. He was like, I was going to cancel these tickets just because I felt like they, they slipped one in on me and, <laughs> and they, they snuck it in there. But he kept the insurance. And it turns out that my father-in-law's service was on the day of that talk. So he was able to get a refund for his tickets. Again, you know, we often can't see why things are unfolding in the way that they are, but if we can pause and reflect and think, there's, there's always a reason for everything. I mean, what happened to my father-in-law was sad and it was tragic, but maybe it, it caused him to not have a drawn-out, long process of suffering, even though it happened in a, a, too soon. We wanted him to be with us longer, but it, it happened quickly. He was able to say things he wanted to say. He was surrounded by his family and the people he loved, and we got to celebrate his life in a beautiful way. Um, I got to be there for my family in a way that I, I might not have been able to, to do had I not be, been um, a recipient of COVID. So there's a, there's a blessing in a lot of the things if we look for it. And it reminds me of something that I heard um, Michael Beckwith say in 2015 when I was at Sci Seminars at a, um, a seminar where he was, he was speaking. He said, it is what it is, accept it and let it go. It's either going to control you or you control it. Accept it so you can move past it. He also said, harvest the good. Look for the good in everything and you will find it. And then he said, forgive the rest, completely let go of. And that's what last week's episode was all about, was forgiving, letting go of, completely abandoning so that you can move forward. Bob Proctor also talks about Michael Beckwith and these three steps, and it's been life-changing for me. It, I'm grateful for the way that things unfolded. I'm grateful for the work that I've been putting into my mindset and helping other people experience the richness of life. I, I'm grateful for knowing how to control my, what I get emotionally involved in. I do feel and experience the, the grief and the feelings of disappointment, but then I let it go. I let it go fully and completely, and then I harvest the good out of that situation. What can I learn from this? What can I take away from this? Um, how, how do people benefit from things unfolding in the way that it did? And in that, I find, I find grace. I find joy. I find peace of mind, and I find that I can have deeper connections with people and be fully present in the moment instead of just spinning in what was. So I hope that helps you. I'm sharing a little bit of my personal story that I went through um, over the Thanksgiving break, but I, I hope that sharing that story with you and the process that I went through and these three steps that Michael Beckwith talks about, I hope this helps you let go, harvest the good, find the good in everything that happens. There's a reason for everything, and I hope you know wholeheartedly that the universe is for you, not against you. The universe is always for you. Look for the good, have peace of mind so that you can move forward and create something amazing in the new year. So 
I want to end our um, episode like we do every week and just get you connected with letting go and creating what's to come, helping you get that peace of mind. I want to help you harvest the good. If you're struggling during this time of year, which a lot of people are, I want to help you find peace of mind. Harvest the good in everything that happens and know that the universe is for you. Everything is happening for you. So take a deep breath in through your nose and exhale slowly, fully and completely. Take another deep inhale and exhale. Take a deep inhale and exhale, releasing any signs of tension in the body, letting it go. What are you still holding on to? Where are you in resistance? In a situation that is, but you're still in a space of this can't be. And look at that situation, understanding Wherever your beliefs are, I mean, I think all of us listening believe in something greater than ourselves. So it doesn't matter to me what your faith is, whether you believe in God or Jesus or Buddha or energy or your higher self, the universe. There's something out there that's greater than ourselves, that's greater than our bodies, greater than our earthly existence here on this planet. And we have to believe and have faith that that something is working for us, not against us. So what can you take from that difficult situation? Where can you harvest some good? What lessons emerged for you? Where did things unfold? Maybe they didn't unfold the way you wanted, but they benefited people in some way. What are you still holding on to that you're willing to let go of and release? as things come to mind just write them down welcome back everyone I know this was a heavy subject but it's so important because we can't carry around our grief and our resentments and our anger and our this shouldn't be that kind of mindset and expect to create something new. I want you to release that heaviness so that as you approach New Year's 
you can come into the new year stepping into your power, feeling lighter, shining your light and creating that ripple effect, stepping into the potential, that person you were meant to be, that you deserve to be, that person that the people around you deserve to have in their life. If you got value out of today's episode, I want you to go to ratracereboot.com, leave a comment or a five-star review, subscribe on YouTube, follow us on whatever channel you listen to your podcast on, and share the word. I wish you a happy, beautiful, light, and wonderful new year, and I'm excited for what we're going to create together in the next session. But remember, until next week, everything is created twice, first in your imagination and then in physical form. I'll see you next week. I'll see you next year. The views and opinions expressed by the hosts, guests, or callers of this program do not necessarily reflect the opinions of the Studio 21 Podcast Cafe, the United Podcast Network, its partners or affiliates.